No, I'm just kidding, man. It's not a ghost. It's your host. It's Cam Furtick, man. And we're back at it for episode three. And if you've hung with us for the for this third episode, man, I appreciate you. So I, I don't have a intro song yet. We're working on that. Life hits you quick. You know what I mean? Like three weeks ago when this podcast was conceived, I wasn't even going to put it out. And now here we are, man, thinking about intro music. What you heard today was a little thing called spiders. And it's one of the preloaded uh, sounds that come with this whatever app thing I'm using for this podcast. I'm just trying to keep it a little scary with you guys, you know? Just trying to create a stressful environment for you to listen to this podcast in. Get you nice and, you know, a little on edge. You know, get you looking over your shoulders a little bit. Because people love, you know, like crime podcasts. I think they love to be scared a little bit. Some people love to to feel a little spooky, you know. And it's October. It's October 13th. One of the spookiest days in October. Probably the top two spooky days. This and Halloween. But really all of October should be should be spooky. And a lot of people complain about about people using the word spooky, you know? Like, it, it makes you a, a basic bitch, they'll say, you know? Like, uh, you're just one of those people who love to go out and drink their pumpkin spice latte and get their pumpkin bread at Starbucks. And here's the thing, man. Some of that shit is fun some of the time. And I feel like a lot of people just like to hate. They like to, uh, they like to hate on people having a good time. They like to hate on a holiday. Now, Christopher Columbus Day just passed. A lot of people hate on that holiday, and that's a little different. We'll give that one a pass, right? But I don't think anyone... I mean, is there any controversy over Halloween? Can't we all agree? Other than, like, the super Christians. And there were a few at my school, I remember hearing, that weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween. And I thought that was just unfair, you know? Like, uh, they... They weren't allowed to trick or treat. They Maybe they were allowed to eat candy, but they got to do it kind of like on their own time. And they can't wear a costume while doing it. I don't know if they can watch scary movies. It was a religious thing. And uh, I think that I think their dad was like a preacher. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I, that, I don't know if that's still the situation. But that's the situation a lot of times with like over-religious people, you know? They can't. Just, you know, give the devil his day. Like, even a real hard Christian, right? You can love the Lord and, you know, go to church and be a good Christian person 364 days out of the year. But Halloween is Halloween, man. And I like to I like to be scared all of October, right? Like, uh, I think October is about just taking risks, you know, being a little spooky. Maybe wait a little bit before you get gas. Run on fumes. I bet you'll make it. If you don't, I mean, how many times do you get to call roadside assistance? You're paying for it. Use it. Uh, stop using condoms. Girls, stop using birth control. Let's just, let's just see what happens, you know? Pull out. Roll the dice. It's all, that's what October is about. Uh, let's see. What else can you do? During October. Uh, don't go to class. You know. 
If it's important, they'll email you. You know? October's about being stressed out. Take out a few loans. Who cares? If you can pay them back, you'll pay them back later. You know, that's, that's a problem for your future self to deal with in a month outside of October. So we've established that Halloween and really the whole month of October is about doing something outside of your comfort zone. And it's good to step out and, you know, challenge yourself. You know, do something that maybe in the past you wouldn't have done. Like for me, I've always been the type to just, you know, if I if I saw anything shady happen, I might look look down, you know, not really not really be the hero that I think I could be. And I'm not I'm not going to call myself a hero because of this. I'm I'm going to tell you a story, right? And if I'm a hero, that's that's for you to decide. I'm not the I, I couldn't I couldn't say, you know? I was at the store. I won't say what store, because I'm trying to protect the jobs of the innocent here. Because if I'm being honest, the employees of this store were not doing their job. And that's why I had to step in and do it for them. This, I saw this guy run out with just a handful of stuff without paying. He just robbed them blind. Now, I'm not perfect. I've, I've sinned in the past, and I'll sin again, my friend. But... I felt the, the call in me to stop this guy, you know? I had, like, I myself also had had an arm full of stuff. I had a flat screen TV in my, in my cart. I was getting ready to make a big purchase that day. And it just so happens this is the day some, just some guy tried to steal. So what I did was I chased him out. I, now, he ran out without paying. I was chasing him. I didn't pay either. I was going to square up with them after. And I figured they would know that, right? So I'm chasing this guy. I'm chasing him. He gets away. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, you can't catch them all, you know? Now, uh, it was about that time I myself got tackled by the loss prevention program at this store. And I was like, guys, no, you got the wrong guy. He's, he's forward. He went into the trees. He went into the trees. But it was too late. I explained to him the whole situation that I was stepping in and I was trying to stop the guy. You know what I mean? The guy that was robbing them in the first place. But they didn't really want to hear it. You know, they didn't talk much. They said they were taking me to the police station. Now, I was getting a little nervous, all right? Because I, I mean, I've got tattoos and stuff, right? I don't really look like the type of vigilante hero that you would expect. I look more like a guy who was stealing a TV. So they dropped me off at the police station. One thing led to another and they offered me a job with the, with the Fort Worth Police Department. I told them I didn't have any, any type of training. I wasn't really the guy for the job. I haven't finished any schooling. I've never really had an interest in really, you know, crime prevention. And I guess this this one time, uh, okay, so let's, I told them that I was chasing after somebody. But between me and you, between us, us podcasts, uh, me and you listeners, there was no first guy. I ran out myself. I wasn't chasing anybody except for uh, freedom. 
And does that make me any less of a hero? I don't know. I I wouldn't think so. I mean, I would still like to be a hero and a thief, like Robin Hood. Now, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to compare myself to Robin Hood because, you know, he robbed the rich and he gave to the poor. And I, well, I just robbed from Walmart and gave to myself. And I told this to the police department. I said, lock me up. I'm a, I'm a criminal. You don't want me to work for you. And, and you know what they said? They said, yes, we do. You're just the type we want to work. And I, you know, the thing is, I took it. I, I don't have a job, so I took it. I'm now working on the police force. So I don't have to be an Uber driver anymore. Thank God. But... Here's the thing. October's about taking risk. I knew that when I chased the guy that actually ended up not being real. I knew that when I stole from Walmart. I knew that when I accepted a position in the police force that I'm for sure will get me canceled. Right? You can't be a cop in a comic. That's just not go- Who can be You can't be a cop in a comic. They will not like you. They will you're starting in a hole. Let me tell you. And it may work for some, but I don't think it's going to work with, with me, you know? I look like the type that would be running from a cop, not that would be a cop. But let me tell you who else was just feeling a little ballsy in, in, in October. And that is uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Now, she, she went much like I do this podcast, noteless. Nothing to go off of except for, you know... Just her knowledge of the world. Now, uh, I think that's I think that's pretty dope. I don't know much about about her. I will say that. I mean, I I know what my grandparents told me, and that was she did this whole thing with no notes. It's more of just kind of like a like a little feel good story, I guess. But here's here's what the people had to say about it. Let Let's find out. But I will just note. Uh, which I think is going to be an instant meme, John, is the fact that she had no notes. Uh, and she was asked by, I think it was Senator John Cornyn, to hold up the notepad in front of her, and it was blank except for the, uh, for the United States Senate uh, kind of uh, stationery that was on it, and that's it. You know, most of us have multiple All notebooks right. and notes and books and things like that in front John of us. John Cornyn, oh, Representative Texas. Our questions? Oh, okay, so she held out a note, and it had... That says United States Senate. Okay, so she's looking at the camera like Pam from the office, and she's got this empty notepad, and she's like, these are my notes for all of this. These are my study notes. And everyone's like, oh, my God. She's the most impressive lady I've ever seen in my life. We need to make her the president right now. And I'm like, well... When I do that, when I have no notes, I ramble like a fool on a podcast. Or I'm a bad student. I'm a bad note taker. I've held up my fair share of blank note pages in class. And I've never gotten praised on CNN for it. And I'm, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little jealous. But hey, that's what, that's what October's about. It's no note October. And I'm trying to do this podcast with as little notes as possible because I'm trying to become a rambling man. Make a, making a living and doing the best that I can. Man, uh, I, I saw a couple cool, I guess, I don't know, not cool, but just crazy headlines. So Tory Lanez, the guy 
that I guess shot Megan the Stallion in the foot. He got he's either charged or facing 22 years in prison. I don't know if he'll get the full 22 years, but I think that's like what he could get. And man, this guy he's he's tried to claim that like Megan faked being faked being shot, I guess. Like he wrote a bunch of diss tracks in his album. Let me pull up. What's his album called? Oh, his album's called Daystar, which I found out was his real name. First of all, Daystar Lanes is a way better rap name than Tory Lanes. Like, I assumed his name was Torrance. Like, the shining dude, Mr. Torrance. Like, that's what I thought. I thought it was Torrance Lanes. Or, like, Torrance Lane. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I know why you changed your name. But you could have been Daystar, dude. Daystar Lanes. And you went with Tory? There was a bunch of girls in my high school named Tori, and you know what they are now? They're at Starbucks. And they're they're drinking their, their pumpkin lattes and they're they're eating their pumpkin bread. Talking about how everything's spooky. Nothing wrong with that, but that's what they're doing. And and here's the thing. You shot Megan the Stallion, man. What are you doing? People love Megan the Stallion, dude. She's got she's got WAP. She's got WAP energy, and you're just, you're Tory Lanez, man. Now people are, and people call you short. People roast this dude because he's short. Like, he opened himself up to just being just shit on, man. Let's, uh, I don't know the rules with, like, playing songs. Uh, I'm going to accidentally play this song in the background because I'm just listening to it. And if you hear it, that's on you. Okay, so the, I'm listening to, I think this is the first song on the album. It's called Money Over Fallouts. And it's, uh, it's opening up with like news statements about, I guess, talking about the whole Megan Thee Stallion shooting. All right, well, I'm already pissed because it's taken way too long to get into this shit. Let's skip a minute ahead. Still nothing. Okay, beat drop. I'm not condoning what he did, but this, it goes, the beat goes. Woo! I could let a bullet fly to this. Now what I'm noticing is he's, he's starting to post his daughter everywhere. Or maybe his son, I think it's his daughter. Maybe it's his son. I can't tell because he put a big fucking light in the middle, but he, he did like an Instagram post. And he's just like talking about his kid all of a sudden. Like, now that you got caught for shooting Megan the Stallion, you wanna be a, you wanna be known as the dad, right? Alright, 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 that's enough, that's enough. So, you know, I will say, the beat went hard. But you still shot Megan the Stallion. What are you doing? And I think, it, like, towards the middle. Our wow, man. That's no good. 
so the song was hard. The song went hard. I gotta say, though, it seems like the first part of the song was, like, written. Dude, it went hard. The verses matched the beat. But then about halfway through, you noticed a switch, right? Like, uh... Like, it almost sounds like he's freaking out. Like he's trying to call her on a voicemail. You know what I mean? Like... Here, let me play the last, not last little parts of it. Dude, yeah, he's definitely just kind of like raining at this point, which is fine. Okay, yeah. So the first the first part of the song is written. The first the second half was a voicemail. I know exactly what this is. Have you guys ever heard of a song called This Is For Rachel? I'm going to play a little bit of this for you too. I don't know who owns this song because this song was a voicemail and it t- TikTok blew it up, man. That's the good thing about TikTok. Sometimes you get a gem like this. Let me play some of this. This is to give you a little backstory. This is for Rachel is a song that's recorded from a voicemail of this lady just coming after Rachel. Let's play it. Okay. Ooh. I'm coming up there and I'm gonna be. Don't even call him. Oh, this goes too. This might be harder than the first song. Okay. So you see what I mean, though. It's it's a it's a voicemail that they put a hard beat on top of, and then there you go. You got a hit, man. You got a hit, my friend. And that's what I think the Tory Lane song kind of sounded like. It sounded like a frantic voicemail. Man, now I'm more invested in this Rachel thing. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look some shit up on this dude. What happened to Rachel? Did she ever get hers? Did she ever uh, come up there and beat the beat the fuck out of you, bitch? Did she ever do it? What happened? Yeah, this is just some uh, one one finger typing sounds, my friend. What happened to Rachel? You think that's enough to get it? Yeah, here we go. I found an article. Okay, the girl who sent this message is now serving 25 years in prison for stabbing Rachel 17 times. Oh my God, dude. Okay, so I knew something happened. All right, like I knew, I knew she kind of like confronted her, but she stabbed her 17 times. And honestly, the song still slaps. Much like Tory Lanez, you got it. The first comment on this Tory Lanez video. (laughs) You could be mad, but you can't ever deny good music. I didn't write this comment. This guy named RN Bass did. And that's certainly true with the This Is For Rachel song. 
Dude, she stabbed this lady. Oh my god. Here's the regular voicemail. Let's check this out. This message lasts two minutes. This is for Rachel, you big fat white nasty smelling fat bitch. Woo! See, it, it hits the drop hits so bad. You could be mad, but you can never deny good news. <laughs> Dude, that's that's crazy, man. Rachel. I hope so. Where is she now? Let's find out. Let's Okay. I think she left. Okay, but this girl's serving. 25 years in prison. Damn. This is crazy. Because she's like famous. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We found her Instagram. Oh, this is good. This is good content. We're doing a, we're doing a deep dive. I'm not a comedian. I'm just, oh, this might be not real. You know why I think that? Because it says the real Jasmine motherfucking Collins. I like this. All right. So the first thing she says on her, she has a bunch of hashtags. So she must have been in prison for a while because we don't, we don't use hashtags much anymore unless we're on TikTok trying to get on that for you page. You feel me, dog? But she says, I'm not hashtag. I'm not a comedian. I'm just funny AF. God, do I feel that. I, and, I'm, and I tried to be a comedian, but I don't identify as one. Identify as funny AF. And I'd like you to tell everybody that I'm funny AF. Uh, let's see. I know I have a gap. What, like, a, like a teeth gap? A thigh gap? Let's see. Hashtag, you may not like me, but you still watching me. Well, shit. All righty. Now, I, I don't know if this is the real, the real Rachel, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get out of here, because I don't, I don't believe it. I'd like, are you allowed to have Instagram in prison? That would suck, right? Because people are already so depressed on Instagram when they're not in prison, just with FOMO anyway. Like, everybody's killing themselves because there's a party on Instagram that you're not at. Imagine if you're not at it, and it's because you went to prison. And you're going to be there for 25 years because you stabbed this girl named Rachel. And realistically, I feel like the hit song was enough. You didn't have to stab her. You already came out on top because you could have been a star. This lady could have been touring with Megan the Stallion. Wow. Just shows you how crazy life is, man. This podcast will show you. Word. We started out... Just not even supposed to be a podcast. Now we're breaking down the real issues here. Instagram, the social dilemma. This is for Rachel. And we know what happened to Rachel now. That's crazy, man. I'm tired of... I'm, I'm getting tired of social media. Well, fuck, man. I feel like... Uh, am I getting delivered a package right now? I've been waiting on a package. I'm waiting on some sunglasses to come into the mail. I've been waiting all week. And it gets pushed back a week. So I'm like, what's going on? I track it every single day just to see what's up. And it's not like I need the sunglasses that bad. I have other sunglasses. But it's just become like a, like a little game with myself. Like, oh, where's my, where's my sunglasses today? 
Like, my sunglasses have been in more DFW towns. They're going, okay, I don't know why we didn't just ship it to the city I'm in for the first part. They had to ship it to, like, three cities over. And then day by day, they, they take it to the next USPS. I haven't gotten my pack. I'm supposed to get it today. But I bet, I don't know, the only time I'm going to get it is if it interrupts this podcast. Just because, you know, that's how life works. Like... We were, we were rolling on the podcast. I'm sure the audio sounds a little bit different now. You know why? Because my dad came home. I had... Now, when you get walked in on doing a podcast, that's a little embarrassing, right? Like, um, I mean, I had to move to the garage. And now I'm in, a, I'm in a hot garage. It probably sounds like I've got some type of echo filter on. Well, that's just the way we do it. And I'm... Uh, Man, I'm just, I'm going no, I'm going no notes, as little notes as possible. I did have notes today, because I had to get these articles ready. Because, you know, you already, you already waded through enough of me surfing through, through the internet. You know, that's not the best type of content. But, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, that's, that's the way we're going to do this. No notes. And that's the way we do it in class. No notes. Just off of, uh, just gut instinct. Dude, I've been I've been scrolling on Facebook, right? And normally normally they're pretty good about like ad placement. Like they place an ad and I can say to myself, "Okay, that thing applies to me. I need that." But there's a couple there's a couple things that just Facebook was wrong about, you know? And when Facebook's normally right and then they're wrong about like one thing, it gets you to start like second guessing yourself, you know? I'll just cut to the chase. I got an ad on Facebook for premature ejaculation, which is the scientific term for busting quick. And it it just makes me like a little nervous, you know? It makes me a little skeptical. Like, bitch, who'd you tell? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who's talking? Who's talking shit? And it's, a, it's one of those things that I, uh, I, I saw, and I'm like, is this like an Onion article? Because I clicked it and it had a ton of comments. Like, more comments than any ad I'd ever seen. And I notice stuff like that when I'm, when I'm kind of stoned. I'm like, oh, let's, let's read into some comments, you know? Because I have nothing better. To, I don't value my time. So I read Facebook comments on premature ejaculation ads on Facebook. And what I found was actually hilarious, right? I got a bunch of dudes saying, like, thank you. My buddy Brian would love this product. <laughs> like, it's all dudes tagging their friends. Thank you. Hashtag, th- this is for Rachel. She would love this. She, th- Rachel would love this. Oh, my friend Tori Lanes would love this, you know? And everybody is, like, uh, like mad that they're, that they're, like, I don't know, their good name is dragged through the mud on this, this Facebook ad. Nobody wants to be out here on Facebook busting quick. Everybody and now I don't know why it's important for us, for just random Facebook dudes, us random dudes on Facebook, to make it so clear to other random dudes on Facebook that we've got a good sex life and we can you know hold our own. But these dudes were fighting in the comment section. They were like, "Whatever, bro. You you need this. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't pull out. You're the one who busted in your wife, and now you got seven kids." Don't blame it on being Catholic. I know that's not true. <laughs> Man, I'm seeing the, the Catholics. 
the Catholics got it rough, bro. <laughs> like, it, I'm just kidding. No, no one's ever. What it would have been? Someone had that take for real. Poor cat. The poor Catholics get it. Get a bad rap. Like even even super Catholic ladies who are like, like uh, you know, they do the whole thing. They do the whole Tim Tebow thing before they get in the aisle. They even them are like, hey, we don't stand by everything, you know. Like that that kind of brings me to my next uh, ad on Facebook that I, that I've been getting a Boy Scout a Boy Scout lawsuit ad. So I'm this is another one of those things where I'm like, is this the Onion? Because I see. Uh, an ad on Facebook and it's an article but the cover and the, the caption of the article is like Boy Scout victim abuse uh, loss, lawsuits filing in a lot of people are claiming to be assaulted as a Boy Scout but the picture is like how do I explain this to you listeners alright put three fingers up in the air now put them together alright that's the Scouts honor sign and that's the picture they used. Now, I wasn't the only one to notice this. A lot of people in the comments were putting out there that that looked a little sketchy to be putting three fingers together in an abuse article. And, and that's just where I'm like, this might be a fake article. This might be the onion. But again, I was a little pissed off because I was never a Boy Scout, right? Like, put some respect on my name, dude. I gotta say, I feel a little less bad for the Catholics than for the Boy Scouts. And let me tell you why. I remember, when you're a Catholic, you're just going to church, man. You think everybody is just, you know, together. You think you're in a community. And then you got somebody coming in and taking advantage of you. And that's just no good, right? We need to get rid of that. We need to burn down... Whatever organization is, is making that a thing. Because it's a re- recurring issue. And you would think, after a certain amount of time, they would get in trouble for other shit. You know, they would find, like, a Catholic priest with, like, oh, you know, a couple bags of meth under, under his robe. Or, you know, maybe he gets in a fight. And, and he gets arrested that way. But, nope, always abuse. Always abuse of young boys. And it's like, what is that? And Boy Scouts... I feel like that's a little easier to see coming, right? I mean, this may be a hard take to make, but let me just show. I remember being in elementary school, and the Boy Scout, I guess they were Boy Scout Scouts. They came to my elementary school scouting boys to bring into the woods, and their whole pitch was like, oh, man, their their pitch was like, how fun would it be if you guys just convinced your parents to let you go into the woods with us strange men. Do you know how beneficial that will be for you later in life? If you if you go into the woods with me and Chuck here, no parental supervision, wouldn't that be just fine? We can, we'll give you patches. Uh, we can roast marshmallows. We can tie ropes. <laughs> and then, like, I remember at that time, being in elementary school and being like, Yeah, no, if I go into these woods, these guys are going to molest me. And that's just the thing. Anybody who goes into the woods with old Chuck, you might know what you're getting into. This, it just didn't sound like a good, uh, a good pitch, you know? Because I don't even like to be in the woods. I wouldn't like to be in the woods with my parents, you know? In elementary school, I wanted to be playing Super Smash Brothers. 
I wanted to be as far from the woods as possible. And I, I'll tell you what I really didn't want. I didn't want to be in the woods with old Chuck and a hundred other young boys from my, from my grade that my mom probably wouldn't have even let me hang out with because they were killing squirrels in their neighborhood, you know? Just the crazy kids just tended to gravitate more towards the Boy Scouts. And I gravitated more towards um, not being a psychopath. So I saw, I, I, saw this, I saw this article, and it came up, and this Boy Scout sued, I guess, his Scoutmaster, his old Scoutmaster, and he got a crazy amount of money. Like, let me look. I have the exact number. Okay, okay. Ab- abused Boy Scout sued and won $54,000. Now, I'm not going to say that's enough money to make up for what might have happened to him. God knows what happened with him and old, old Dirty Chuck, the Boy Scouter. But my mind did wander off to what their initial pitch w- was, you know. Going into the woods with me and, me and Chuck here is going to be a great investment on your future. Now, uh, I'm not saying he was he was right. He was not wrong in that statement that he made. And that was, I don't know. I don't think that was worth it to him. I think he probably wasn't seeing hindsight's 2020. And I'm sure he would not go into the woods today. But $54,000 is $54,000. And I know a lot of grown men who would go into the woods with Chuck for $54,000. Man, but that's that's one of those things where you just see uh, you just see all these ads on Facebook, and the ones that don't fit you, you're like, "What happened here?" Because all the other ones fit me so well. Like, like I see I see another ad. It's like, "Oh, we're here to sell you these Nikes." Here to sell, and then I'm like, "Boom!" Premature ejaculation. Boom! Boy Scout, and I'm like, "Damn, is there something I'm just..." Just not remembering. Did I put? A, did I go to the Boy Scouts? And I'm not. See that the, the algorithm's so good, it makes you second guess your own knowledge, and that's that's just no good, man. I'd like to think I was never a Boy Scout. What if I lived a whole separate life? You know, like I was a Boy Scout, then I was in ROTC. God, then I was a part of some American Ultra type experiment. And I don't remember it any any of it now. And that's why I'm a slacker. And that's why I don't take notes. Much like Coney Bear. And this is this is a no-note October episode. Um I think I'm gonna call it, dude. I don't know how long I've done. I'm hoping some of this was good. I'm hoping uh we've got some music for that we can play. In the intro, like some intro music that we can do in the next couple weeks. That would be dope. I'm going to try to do one of these a week, man. And let me tell you what's coming, all right? This is going to be this is gonna be kind of interesting if I can make this work. So, you know, you know how I started this podcast. And it was kind of like, not for school. It was for, I wanted a podcast. But it was like... I had to do one for school, so and I had to do one by myself, so I was just trying it out. Of course, it ended up great. I've discussed this before in both episodes. Podcasting Prodigy, I still agree with all of that. But, uh, yeah, man, it just, 
the, the time go the time goes by. Now I've realized I'm still gonna have to make the original podcast, and I I don't know where I'm gonna upload them. Like I guess I could just upload it on this. I can just try to cuss less, maybe, maybe not talk about weed, and maybe I can just sneak them through. Send the link of this podcast and turn that in. But hey. I, I, this is completely boring for you to even listen to. Why am I... Now, why am I... I just gave you just, just a great material on, uh, on Facebook ads, social commentary on the Catholics. No one's ever talked about the Catholics. Name one other comedian who has ever given you any material on Catholic people. I, I have a complete monopoly on that. Boy Scout jokes? Name one Boy Scout joke you've ever heard. No one is crossing into this... And a, a lot of hacks out there will tell you that they've also come up with Boy Scout jokes or they've also done Catholic Church jokes. But listen, you tell them, you tell them who sent you. Cam Furtick sent you. And don't listen to Cam, but hey, between you and me, listen to Cam. Uh, just kidding. I'm back. I'm back with more hot takes. No, I'm just fucking with you, dude. As you may have noticed, I said we didn't have music on the episode, but there ended up being music on the episode, and some of you guys were probably like, hey, what, what's this? This isn't, uh, this isn't right. You said it was one thing, that it was another thing. Can we trust anything you say? Have you lied about other things on this podcast? Were you, are you even a police sheriff? Oh, they made me sheriff. <laughs> are you even a police officer who robbed the TV? But no, man, um... Uh, I lied about the music thing because my buddy DJ hit me up and he, he gave me some beats I can use for this podcast. So shout out to DJ Carp. Shout out to Cheeky Bastard. You know, Cheeky Bastard, as they say in, in, in uh, Europe. He's a cheeky bastard. So you about ready? Yeah, I'm about ready. Sorry, I'm, fin- I'm recording a podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. But uh, yeah. That was my dad. I just got walked in recording a podcast. Do I keep this one or do I redo another one? You know, I've already, I feel like I've already said what I had to say, you know. And then you got a shout out from my dad. You got to hear a little little garage door open. That's some behind the scenes shit, dude. That's like uh, the story in The Wizard of Oz where, you know, the, the munchkin hangs himself. Have you guys heard that shit, dude? The munchkin, like, hangs himself in the background of Wizard of Oz, and you can see his little little ass swinging. That's what they say, anyway. But uh, that's just the legend. Oh, uh, yeah, my dad's made his appearance. Thank you, DJ. Uh, thank you, guys, if you listened this far. Fuck you if you didn't. Uh, don't listen to Cam, but listen to Cam. Later.